Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's History Box again, and we're working our way through the life of Rasputin. To give him his full name, Grigory Rasputin. Um, we've kind of... I don't think we did anything on it last week, did we? We just got fucking sidetracked again. Oh, what um, the fuck we were on about? No, I can't even remember. Um, where we're at. His rise to prominence on the Wikipedia page is kind of where we're at. Uh, he's gained a reputation as a wise man, a holy man. Um, who can help it resolve their spiritual crises and anxieties. Despite rumours that Rasputin was having sex with female followers, he made a favourable impression on the Father Superior of the Seven Lakes Monastery outside Kazan. I mean, this was kind of what we touched upon last time, wasn't it? Him, his, his love of being washed by lots of women. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there, we That's talked it. about baths and showers instead, didn't we? Yeah, we are talking about how baths and showers and how I don't desire to be washed by a collection yeah. of women. It'd be too stressful. No. Yeah, you've gone through that phase of your life now. Um, yeah, it's just the sort of thing. In my teens and twenties, I would have like been really oh. enthusiastic about the idea of doing yeah. that. Yeah, it would have been on my like, list oh, of things that I wanted to achieve. Fucking hell! And now yeah, I'm like, three. oh, that, that's a list of things that I'll, I'll be happy if I if I can get from now to death without being bathed by a number of people yeah. or anyone. By anyone, you just want to self-bathe at this point in life. Yeah, because now, when I think of it, I think the more likely thing. When I was in my twenties, I would have thought, oh, it's not. I've probably got half a chance of getting myself mm. embroiled in a situation where mm-hmm. a couple of couple of ladies want to bath me. I, w- I wouldn't yeah. say it would have been beyond the realms of possibility back mm-hmm. in my Euro '96 days. Couple but, of ladies, couple of flannels. Yeah, some soap. no problem. Yeah, yeah. Come on, ladies, but, get stuck in and keep flatulence. the change. Flannels are on the side there. They're all clean. Help yourself. <laughs> I've got new flannels in, especially as it happens. I've got them in the Sainsbury's delivery. Yeah, they sell flannels as well now. Yeah, it comes a pack got, of It's amazing what you can get, because while I'm getting my eggs and milk, I could get clean flannels. I've got a cheese grater. <laughs> and uh, I also got a Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just got to search for it. Think outside the box. Um <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm like 49 in a couple of months, so I'm like halfway to 98, which I reckon is probably the age that I'll die at. Um, <laughs> so you've calculated. Yeah, I reckon I'm about... Have you got about, the day circled in your calendar? No, 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 not that specific, but I think I'm about halfway 
feels like I'm about halfway. Mm. So 98 will be a good innings. I mean, you think about what kind of drugs we'll have in the future to prolong mm. life. There'll be You're all right. sorts of shit. By the time me and you hit about 65, yeah. 70, there'll be all sorts of shit. I wonder whether or not governments will suppress that a little bit just to be for the super wealthy. Ah, oh, I don't Only see like they might think we've got an overpopulation issue as it is. Mm. So if everyone starts living long, I mean, like the biggest drain on resources really is the fact that everyone's living longer. So if there are drugs that make them live even longer still, it could mm. be even bigger problems, couldn't it? So they might think That's... it's like with the electric cars and the flying cars, you know, they suppressed them for years, didn't they? That's kind of ruined my idea that has really. Um, I mean, you know, you, you got. Yeah, but don't Musk. worry, you might be super rich from podcasting. So yeah. it's like the likes of you, Bezos, Jeff Capes. You're the kind of people who'll have access to the top medicines. Well, I was just going to say that Elon Musk is, is in the race to, po- to colonize the moon, isn't he, Musk? So mm. I might get on board with that. If well, I'm Bezos super is rich obsessed from with space, Bezos yeah, is they both absolutely. Are. I, I talked about recently. I listened to a BBC like documentary pod thing about um jeff bezos they do these things that are 15 minute sort of like you know mm. uh uh what do you call it just a, a 15 minute lesson on a particular subject yeah. and one was bezos and the bezos. main thrust of it was bezos has got his eyes fully on space they all have all these billionaires uh planning on going up to fucking space and colonizing it mm. because simply they try to make out, oh, it's to save Earth so we can all get off Earth and stop polluting it. But the truth is, they think, if we're up there, we can create millions of more customers for Amazon and yeah. Tesla cars. Yeah. And lots of new laws where no one's got any rights because they'll own the moon. Or something and, like that. I don't know. And what about us? We could create loads of more listeners. We could. Yeah, perhaps up we should Mars call and the moon. Moon, moon mm. podding. Yeah. <laughs> I shall not rest until I am podcasting from the moon. The moon <laughs> itself. The service of the moon. If you think about it, the very first podcast was by Neil Armstrong back in 1969. <laughs> um, right, so, yeah, he's being washed and having sex with all these women. Uh, Can I just say about what? just one last thing on being washed? See anything? When you think yeah. about what yeah. I was going to say... I was I was going to say that back, you know, in your teens and 20s, you think, oh, if I get washed by a couple of women, that'll be a good thing because it will be in a sexual context. When mm. you get to my age now, 46, mm. I think to myself, if the most likely scenario now in which I'm being washed by two women is if I am unable to wash myself and I'm in, in a home or a hospice yeah. and two nurses... Mm-hmm. Maybe male, maybe female, you just don't know, are, are washing mm-hmm. me. And it's not sexual at all. It actually feels a bit undignified. Degraded. Yeah. And so so, so you go, I don't know what age it is, but you suddenly go from, oh, yeah, two women washing me, not half, don't mind if I do, suddenly being fucking hell, mm-hmm. I hope I die without ever having to be washed. Mm. Do you ever find yourself thinking about shuttle accommodation? Yeah, option? I do all the time, because right opposite my house, there is some. Oh, hey. And like right opposite. And a couple like of times fun, I've it? had a chin wag with some of the yeah. older people who come out and I'm sort of like, ah. And there's a, there's another one. There's one right opposite that I can see out my window now and then there's a few others nearby and I do size them up and sort of think, yeah. yeah. Like there's one around the corner that I prefer and I'm like, right. that's the one. That's, that's the one, one I've got my eye on. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, it's great. You get your own little pod rig. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've got your own little area. You don't need a lot of space when you're that age. Lovely little garden. You can't, you, you can't move about very fast. There's a lovely garden. There's a communal area yeah. where you can, you know, socialise or not if you don't want now, to. My nan was in one, but she hated going to the social bit. Right. Because yeah, I think you, you get to, to an age where you're like, do you know what? Fuck other people. I can't be fucked. I used to deliver the newspapers to one when I had a paper around when I was about 14. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking great. Loved it. Come um, in, Sonny. Have you got yeah. me paper? Yeah, there's me Sunderland Echo. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's a highlight of me, dear. You're a cute little lad, aren't you? Here's oh. a sh- shiny farthing for you. Yeah, you go- he's such a lovely little fella. Um, <laughs> yeah. And a red cord as well in the bathroom, in case you have a fall. Ah, oh, lovely. Yeah, no, there's a lot of good things about it. My, I mean, my nan, obviously, my scouse nan was in a few, so I got to see a few different ones towards the end of her life. Mm-hmm. Well, the last 10 years of her life, actually, she was like, so I, and I visited her fairly regularly in all of them, so I, and they were all quite mm. distinct, so I got a good mm. fucking size up of all of them, and obviously even then, in my 30s, that would have been, yeah. late 20s, early 30s, I was like, really, already part of you thinking, what sort do I want, because some of them yeah. are, they just look brilliant, um, and, uh, but of course, the final one she was in, the one in which she carked it, was a nunnery. Oh, wow. The one that my brother Cass fell asleep in yeah. after her death. Fucking hell. Was it, was it, I mean, was that one sheltered accommodation or was that a full-blown nursing home? Because there's a difference, isn't yeah. there? You've got independence when you've got sheltered accommodation. You can come and go as you please. Oh, nursing yeah. home, you go nowhere. No, this, this, yeah, this was a, a nun-staffed nursing home. Yeah. Right, yeah. Because one of my nanas was in a nursing home didn't do sheltered accommodation. The other one was in uh, a council retirement bungalow, mm. which th- there was a red cord in the bathroom, but it wasn't mm. sheltered accommodation. It was the step before, and I never, n- neither of them actually got into sheltered accommodation. Is that it the red cord spot. that's the sort of the fundamental? The re- yeah, the red cord fundamentally uh, says assistance can be gained. Yeah, if need be. So wh- wherever yeah. you are, if you've got you're the red wired cord, into the council. Yeah. it means that you're wi- you're plugged into the system. You're wired I'd, into I'd, the. I'd fucking uh, I'd love a red cord now, but I think. Where's it going to go? Got, I'll be honest with you. I would abuse it. Yeah, but who's it going to go to? The council. The council's not going to put you yeah. on the red cord list. You're fit and able. Well, I'm no. Hang on, I'm mentally ill, aren't I? I could argue that. <laughs> <laughs> My mate, right? My. I, I, don't want to give him too much details, but my mate's dad knew someone at the council in the social services department yeah. and he managed to game his way onto the list for the sheltered accommodation. And he Legend. got himself a sheltered accommodation rig aged 52. Ah, <laughs> That is fucking amazing. That is a terrible abuse of the system, but at the same time, I have to doff my hat to him. Oh, yeah, he was like, right, that's me done. I've got a mate on the council. I'm in sheltered accommodation. Do you know what put I think up. would be a real fly? I mean, it would be ambitious. We've had a lot of ambitious ideas, but this one's as ambitious as our plans to podcast from the moon. If mm. we were to do a, um, some homes, like a, a, a sort of a franchise of sheltered accommodation rigs across the UK <laughs> called Just yeah. Rest, the Just yeah. Rest House, yeah. and they were Top Flight Time Machine branded, and it's for all mm-hmm. the cunters as they grow old. You can move into just rest accommodation. Yeah, 
The only problem I can see with that, Sam, is that for whatever reason, a lot of our listeners seem to be younger than us. Really? So, yeah, I think so. When you see the kind of crowd that we get at the live shows and stuff like that, a lot of them are yeah, younger than us. Yeah, I suppose you're us. right. So um, we wouldn't really enjoy the benefits of that. It'd be a good it thing pass for, our, our kids, um, wouldn't it? for our offspring. Yeah, they a could legacy. mark it. And there'd just be a picture of me and you, like yeah. a, an oil painting of us both in the lobby <laughs> of all of the homes. And we're wearing entirely white suits, white roll neck sweaters, yeah. white slacks, white shoes, and mm. we've got a gold chain around our necks. Yeah. Welcome to the Just Rest facility. Yeah, like sort of <laughs> well, slightly scary evangelists. Yeah. That'd be good. Anyway. Everything um, your heart could desire for the elderly citizen. Yeah. Um... The perfect place for you to fade away. <laughs> fade away. Yeah, yeah. The top flight time machine way. Just rest, fade away facility. Yeah. yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, where are we? Rasputin. So um, he first met the Tsar on the 1st of November 1905. Uh, and the Tsar recorded this event in his diary. And the Tsar's wife, Alexandra... Uh, had, had met him before then, I think. Um, and it said in his diary that Alexandra had made the acquaintance of a man of God, mm. Grigory, from Tobolsk province. So Rasputin at this point is basically self-styled messiah, almost. Yeah. He's wormed his way Jesus in. There's a lot of shit going on he, with it, he, isn't there? He's climbed yeah. all the way up the social ladder, hasn't he? And he's got all the way to the Winter yeah. Palace and the Tsar. And yeah. it, by this stage, he's fucking on a roll and he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to picture them that I'm the Messiah. It's one of them things where, where someone realises they can get away with something and then they just continue and they just yeah. say, how far can I push this? Yeah. And, you know... If you keep getting away with it, you're like, fuck, yeah. there's the Tsar. I'm going to go over to him and just get talking and see mm. if I can convince him that I'm the Messiah or something like that. Fuck it. I mean, we, we kind of got a Prime Minister right now who's sort of like that, who's just yeah. fucking bullshitted his Is that way. a chancer? Who keeps seeing the yeah. chance and thinking, fuck it, I'll go for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so then, healer to Alexei, who was the child of the Tsar and the Tsarina, um, and much of his influence with the royal family stemmed from the belief that Alexandra and others... Uh, that he had eased the pain and stopped the bleeding of their their son Alexei, who suffered from haemophilia. Uh, the Tsarina Alexandra had a passionate attachment to Rasputin, believing mm. that he could heal her son's affliction. And uh, this is, I think, where the lover of the Russian queen thing comes in from Borny M. Yeah, which of course was not true. Russia's greatest love machine. I as they bet came. he fucking did, though. I bet they did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? At least uh, once. And if he was ever asked in interviews, go, oh, 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 let me stop you there. I am a gentleman. I do not kiss and tell. I have had many, let's say, friendships with many powerful women because I respect powerful women. I find power attractive in a woman. But like as for anything them. more intimate than that, that is not for me to discuss in a public uh, setting. What happens in the palace stays in the palace, all right? Move on. Next question, Paul. <laughs> you might detect the small hint of a of a smile or a smirk on my mouth here. <laughs> Beneath my luxuriant beard. Interpret that as you will. 
Let's move on <laughs> to more important matters. Not this tawdry stuff about let's shagging try, the Queen. Let's try and focus on the healing. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Do you want to hear the, uh, the Boney M's take on him is this? And I know it's disputed by historians, but yeah, it's that's not, what it's history's not, about. It's, it's all not about opinions. historical canon, is it? It's not historical well, text. They they claim it's not peer that, reviewed. They claim that they've drawn on historical texts and primary sources when they were writing these lyrics. Mm. But as in in all cases in history, there is always room for debate. Yeah. Well, apart from some things which there, there's no debate about. But anyway, they say, hey, 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 hey. There lived a certain man in Russia long ago. He was big and strong, in his eyes a flaming glow. Most people looked at him with terror and with fear, but to Moscow chicks, he was such a lovely dear. Weird phrase, isn't it? But to Moscow mm, chicks, right, he was such a lovely mm. dear. Oh, he's such a, it's a, the old ladies in the sheltered accommodation talking about yeah, exactly. He could preach the Bible like a preacher, full of ecstasy and fire, but he also was the kind of teacher women would desire. Mm. I felt like Ted Rogers reading that out then, like I was doing a yeah. riddle. Is it Rasputin? Well, let's <laughs> see what Dusty says. It was Rasputin, <laughs> and you win the dishwasher. <laughs> Is the ball? Oh, no, no, it's the chorus. Ra, ra, Rasputin, lover All of right, the Russian okay. queen. There was a cat that really was gone. <laughs> They're flitting between old lady language and sort of weird kind of rockabilly language from the 50s. Ra, ra, Rasputin, Russia's great love machine. It was a shame how he carried on. Again, back to old lady language, carrying well, on. Yeah, we'll get to that about how, how he carried on. Jalapeño. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Jalapeño. October 1906, he was summoned to pray for Alexei, who had an internal hemorrhage. And he recovered the next morning, thanks to, we can assume, Rasputin's prayers. Yeah. So he ring, 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 ring. Hello, Rasputin. Yeah, you've got to come to the palace because my son's having an internal hemorrhage. You've got to come here and pray for him. Oh, fucking hell. <clears throat> right, give us... I was, was just you, on my way out. You're going to have to give us half hour, at least. <laughs> well, no, he's, he's internally hemorrhaging now. You've got to come right away. I've got a couple right of away. followers, are you? I've got a couple of followers. They're just about to give me a wash. 
Can I come I'm in the middle of up? getting washed down. I wouldn't want to turn up to the palace dirty. <laughs> That's not going to help him, is it? They're going to help anybody. I'll stink the place out. Just relax. Until I get there, you do a bit of normal praying. Yeah, I'll tell you what to say, in fact. <laughs> just, follow, just repeat after me. And um, it, it seemed to work. Um, so he's got this reputation as a faith healer by that point. Uh, summer 2012. Oh, some historians have said that Rasputin controlled Alexei's bleeding by um, disallowing the of, administration of aspirin. Stop giving him that aspirin. Right, first things it. first. Enough aspirin. No more. No more of that. How many you give him? Eight. No. I fucking hell. Fucking hell. You knock the cunt out. You knock him fucking <laughs> sideways. I can put a horse out of action. <laughs> this is a boy. No, no, no. It's praying that he needs, not this fucking crap. Chuck it in the bin. No, more prayers. More <laughs> prayers for your pills. So we fast forward to 1912. Uh, Alexei developed a hemorrhage in his thigh and groin after a jolting carriage ride. Oh, he's such a sickly boy, isn't he? he? By the sounds of it. A jolting fucking carriage ride. Oh, man, stop. Stop the carriage. It's (laughs) a a groin swelling. Hemorrhage in my thigh and groin. I think I'm hemorrhaging again. Call the mad monk. (laughs) It says it caused a large hematoma. And he was in oh. severe pain and delirious with fever. And appeared close to death. I'm close to death! Oh, oh I'm God. delirious. I have a fever. I'm seeing things. <laughs> what, because you've been on a bumpy carriage? God, Fuck's so sake, Alexi. <laughs> a jolting carriage ride? You said bump. you like the jolting. Bump, I don't anymore. Bump, bump, jolt. Ah. I don't like it. I feel dizzy. <laughs> Slow down. Yeah, no. So, by this point, right, right, Rasputin was in Siberia for some fucking reason. So, oh, Alexandra um, sent him a telegram asking him to pray for Alexei. Right, let's have a look at this. I've had a telegram What's for this? who's it from. Oh, the Jesus Christ. Queen. What's the she fucking, fucking want? The fucking Queen Thought again. I'd be safe here in fucking Siberia. Oh, guess what? Surprise, surprise. It's that fucking kid of hers, Alexei. It says, <laughs> Sickly what? little cunt. He's, he's been on a jolty carriage. What? Fucking hell. And she wants me to pray. He wants wrapping up with cotton wool. And it says, Rasputin wrote back quickly, uh, telling telling her, oh, what, what shall I put? Oh, fuck, right, write this down. Stop, no, stop washing me. Get a pen. Write this down. Are you listening? Right. God has seen your tears and heard your prayers. Do not grieve. The little one will not die. Do not allow... This is important, right, to put this in capitals. Do not allow the doctors to bother him too much. <laughs> that's, that's what, what he, he actually wrote. That's what he Because, trust me, they, they'll just make a bad situation worse. Now, I can't come back. I can come back. That's fine. It's no problem. As you know, I am in Siberia on another project. So, uh, with a heavy heart, I am going to have to charge double time. Because technically, like I'm, t- I'm missing out on other work, and it is short notice. So I'll come back, but it's gonna have to. I'm gonna invoice you double. I'm, I'm assuming that's all right. Because end of the day, your kid's life's on the line here. Yeah, I also got to charge you for this telegram that I'm sending you now. 
Because that's an un- that's an unnecessary expense on my account. So. Double time plus expenses, let's say. Because I'm going to have to get a carriage back very quickly, all the way from Siberia. Take fucking ages. <laughs> and I'm going to... And to be honest, after hearing what's happened to your son, I'm going to have to pay extra for a non-jolty one. Because... <laughs> be disastrous if the same thing happened to me as it happened to him <laughs> what would people say eh? <laughs> um, so he wrote back quickly and the next morning Lexi's condition was unchanged but Alexandra was encouraged by the message and regained some hope that he would survive Alexi's bleeding stopped the following day there we go uh, uh, Dr Fedorov one of the physicians who attended Alexei admitted that the recovery was wholly inexplicable from a medical point of view. Um, later, Dr. Fedorov that admitted that Alexandra couldn't be blamed for seeing Rasputin as a miracle man. He said, Rasputin would come in, walk up to the patient, look at him and spit. <laughs> the, ble- the bleeding would stop in no time. How could the Empress not trust Rasputin after that? Oh, yeah. He cured by spitting. Magic spit. Never seen it before. Never seen anything like never it since. Never seen it since. But I fucking... I'm telling you now, I fucking saw it with my own eyes. <laughs> and if I hadn't, I wouldn't believe it. But I fucking saw it. And when that fella gobbed, things happened. It covered... That that kid had a hematoma the size of a fucking raspberry on his leg. <laughs> and he just came in and gobbed on it. And it disappeared within half an hour. Well, he did the gob. Because he started hacking it up, you know, like a more like a flop. And I thought, aye, aye, what the fuck is this cunt playing at? He, this is disgusting. This is next level. And I thought, what's he doing with this? And I'm looking at the Queen thinking, she won't stand for this. Right, and he's she hacking it up, hacking up. it up. And what I'm thinking, I've never seen anything like this. Well, next thing I know, I'm thinking, he's not gonna. He fucking does. He flops on the kid. Bang. Proper fucking then, bullet, you know, like he'd done it then, before. It was like a footballer. Flop! And then he says to the Queen, there you go, love, rub that in. And she does. She does it. Unbelievable. I couldn't believe what was fucking going on. Um. So, yeah, uh, Alexandra believed Rasputin had performed a miracle. Um. Some writers and historians claim Rasputin stopped Alexei's bleeding on other occasions through hypnosis. Fuck me. Got it all going on, ain't he? Right. Got a right box He's, of tricks. Right. I've gobbed on him, but unfortunately on this occasion it doesn't seem to have worked. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to hypnotise him. Right? So everyone, get. in fact, it's Stand best you'll get out of the room while I do this because you could end up being hypnotised yourself and that could be dangerous. <laughs> So you lot all step outside. I don't usually do this, but I'm going to start hypnotising him now. Uh, so, historian uh, Robert, Robert K. Massey called Alexi's recovery one of the most mysterious episodes of the whole Rasputin legend. What do you reckon? Do you reckon hmm. it was fluke? Well, I don't know, because he's done it more than once, hasn't he? I gobble uh, him. Different methods. I pray for him. I hypnotise him. It's a combination of things. It's hard to know which one plays the more significant role. I go on instinct. Let's just say that. I've got a lot of tools in my box, and I go on instinct. <laughs> and it says then the royal family's belief... This is the controversy section. This will be good. The royal family's belief in Rasputin's healing powers brought him considerable status and power at court. The Tsar appointed Rasputin his lampadnik, which means lamplighter, 
charged with keeping the lamps lit before religious icons in the palace. And this gained him regular access to the palace and royal family. You won't believe this, right? He's given me a fucking job. He wants me to fucking... He wants me to fucking turn the lamps on and off. I've cured his fucking son. <laughs> and the cunt wants me to turn the... He wants to put me in charge of the fucking lamps. It's a fucking insult. But I thought I was going to get that, fucking chief of police or something. Something good. I've, having said that, I'm playing a long game, right? It <laughs> might get me chief of police one day if I do well on the lamps and I keep curing his son. And as well... I could keep nipping in and slipping his missus one when he's out. So plus, to be honest, right, it's not that taxing. Lighting lamps, I can have it done. Ten minutes. Amount of lamps. I mean, he likes. He fair play likes quite a lot of lamps, but I'm talking a lot of lamps is twenty. Twenty lamps. Twenty lamps. I can get them done. I can get them lit. In well, I've got it down to the fine art now. I can get them lit in like ten minutes max. Right. And that's effectively <laughs> make obligations done with. After that, I can do... I, I'm just in court doing what I want, pretty much. rest of the day's my own. Got a <laughs> bit of just rest going on. So I can't, I can't complain, really. I mean, the, the Tsar's obviously clipping his wings there, isn't he? By getting him to do the lamps. Power play, isn't it? And, uh, yeah, I hear yeah, you... Uh, hear you... Uh, healed my son. That's, that's right, my lord. Yeah. And my, on more than one occasion, should I add? Uh, yes, and my wife has been very impressed by your work. Well, um, and I too by hers, <laughs> my sire. <laughs> right, she is yeah. a very beguiling woman. And I would like to reward you. Oh, I am humbled. Right, this is not what I expected, and this is not what I were in it for. I want to make that clear. But I will happily accept whatever it is you are about to bestow upon me. Yeah, I thought I could do with a geezer like you around the court, see? Talented bloke, popular. Aye. So I would like you, Rasputin, to yep. be my lighter of the lamps. What? Oh, sorry, what? <laughs> what exactly does that entail, my lord? Very simple. It is what it clues in the fucking title, isn't it? When things get dark, which is usually at this time of year around five-ish here in Moscow... <laughs> You have to go round and light all my fucking lamps for me. Yeah? I'm not going to fucking light my own lamps. I'm the Zaya you cunt. How many lamps are we talking here? 20. <laughs> fucking hell. Okay. Okay. If you say so. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. If you don't want to do it, maybe you've got other things that are more important than lighting lamps for the fucking Tsar. That's fine. Don't want to, if you don't want to come in the palace every day and do the lamps, you know, stay outside. I'll find someone that's else fine. to do it. It's no problem. I know you're a busy man. No, 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 the no, no, no. It's not like that. I'd, of course I'd do it. It'd be my pleasure. Good. Well, that's finalised then. Well, I'll tell you what, since you're here, get started now. <laughs> three over there. It's almost it's three five. over in the corner get, of this room. I'm just thinking it's getting a bit fucking dark in here. <laughs> get lighting. Yeah, here's a box of matches. You can use them. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. By December 1906, Rasputin had become close enough to ask a special favour of the Tsar that he be permitted to change his name, change his surname to Rasputin Novli, which means Rasputin New. Who mm. knows why? But there you go. I'm, I'm um, going for a rebrand. I was wondering if I could ask a favour. I've been working here for a while now. I feel that I've proved my worth and my value. And I've decided to rebrand myself. I want to call myself... Rasputin, Rasputin new. Rasputin new. Now, 
in, in the future, I imagine, just touching me, me temples with my forefingers, I imagine the Labour Party in the future will probably do something similar and call themselves New Labour. Yeah. When they're looking to have a, have a rebrand, it's a very good idea. Very easy. Uh, it's, it's very easy to get people to reframe the way they think about you. It's a, you know, it's the way Norwich Union changed to Aviva. It's the same product essentially, but you give yourself a new name, a new title. People start thinking of you as fresher, more modern, pioneering. Put, you put, some people might turn against it at first, but they'll come round right to it. Like when Jif changed their name to Sif. Yeah. A lot of people didn't like that. They thought Sif. What does that mean? And it's spelt with a C, not an S. What the fuck? What's wrong with Jif? But eventually they came round to it. Now everyone just says Sif. Without it happens an a lot. It's like, you know, they change in the continent. If you ask for a Twix, they want to know what you're on about because they call them Raiders. And the reason is, <laughs> is that apparently Twix in Portuguese means fanny. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same with uh, Snickers bar and marathons. Marathon in Dutch means clitoris funny. and uh, well, cl- funny clitoris depending on what region of the Netherlands you're in I topic topic Norway funny <laughs> so many you would not believe sire the amount of popular news agent chocolate bars that mean funny <laughs> on the continent in one country Whisper. or another turkey funny <laughs> You'd think they'd fucking check this out before they fucking a, make the decision about what to name it's things. It's almost like it's deliberate. But now, what I'm say. worried about is that, so, I don't know this yet, for sure, but I am deeply concerned that the word Rasputin in certain parts of Europe may mean fanny. And that is going to present a problem for me when I start to <laughs> branch out. <laughs> Uh, so he, indeed he did branch out as well so the uh, the Tsar granted the name request and his change of name was speedily processed and Rasputin it says used his position to full effect <laughs> lighting the lamps uh, and he accepted bribes and sexual favours from admirers and worked diligently to expand his influence <laughs> so there we are we'll leave it there I think I will accept um, sexual flight favours uh, I can tell you that now from the get-go. That is one of the payments that I accept. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm a sexual man. I have needs, I have urges. And, you know, if that that's job. how people want to pay me, so be it. Lunch and vouchers, sexual favours, whatever it is. <laughs> Food and use. sex are two of my main requirements anyway. If you give me cash, I'll only spend it on that anyway, so this way it's simpler. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll leave it there. And we'll be back uh, with more next time. Um... Don't forget to keep your personal lamp lit inside your heart. Fanny. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.